Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, it's a nice, well, it's, it's kind of a rarity these days, but we have Alex right in the studio with us here. I know. I'm blessed to be back, man. It feels like, I don't know. It, it feels it, like it old do- times. Yeah, it does. It feels like it's been a while, even though it's only been, what, a few months? Yeah, except you, what time did you have to leave your house? 5 a.m.? Uh, well, I got up at four, um, walked the dog, dog took a huge dump right outside the door. Um, I left it there for Sam cause it needed to like harden up before I yeah, picked yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I didn't leave until like four forty-five, huh. and I was stressing because I'm like, Oh dude, 5am hits and then traffic just stops. But, um, got through pretty good. Got here around six 30. Mm-hmm. Wait a few guys to show up and yeah, dude, we're, we're here. Nice. Yeah. I was fortunate enough for the, for the, the higher ups at O'Neill to, to let me, um, come bail you guys out today for the Honda yeah. test. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> we had to get this done because, uh, we couldn't do it last week cause Dean Wilson borrowed the bike and we need to do the Honda test. And then Chase and I are leaving tomorrow for Japan and Dino wants to borrow it again for a week. So. I figured the thing would be a rolling hunk of garbage on two wheels after having a guy of that caliber or your caliber riding the thing for two weeks solid, right? Yeah, yeah. for the yeah. thumbnail for today's test, I kind of want to like recreate that photo of the, the white porn star laying down and all the all the guys behind her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have you and Dino stand behind the Honda, and I'm just going to f- photocopy you guys and just do like eight of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Please do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just Aries, clutch finger. Over yeah. Over. Yeah. Damn. Hey, before we get to the first impression of the Honda, though, how was the first impression of the bidet in the bathroom? Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Oh, did you use it? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Dude, it's all nice. It's good, dude. Right? Yeah. It's all black. Yeah. Yeah. What well, Was that my It was like a gold handle. That was your birthday present. Birthday present. Yeah. yeah. Send me the link to that. I need to put one in my Tushy. house. Tushy? It's hellotushy.com. Hellotushy.com. Yeah, you wash your ass before you wipe it. It's good. Dude, it's so nice. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wait, did you wash the overspray all over the seat? Or did you wipe it with another piece of paper? What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, because if you shoot your ass with that water, it splashes all over the seat. Ew. So you have to use another little piece of paper and wipe the seat up. I don't know. No, you didn't. <laughs> you think Dino uses one? Dino no, hovers. Yeah. He, Dino hovers. He's a stander, wipe stander too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he hovers in a wipe stander. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. So anyway, yeah, we're sending uh, A Ray to Fox Raceway this morning to take care of our first impression of the Honda CR two four fifty R two thousand twenty three model. Four. Twenty four model. And uh Dean Wilson's gonna be our guest tester to give us an opinion of the bike's stock as a uh so it'll kind of be like like him and I in a chair and just sort of talking yeah, back and yeah, forth yeah. with it. Okay, all right. Because cool. yeah, I like last that. week after he borrowed it and when he brought it back, he's like, "Oh, mate, this thing is so fast, stock." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm scared of it." <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I guess he only rides a modified right off the box. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so he was impressed with its stock. So. And sometimes that's good for for us. 
or not us for for racers um you know to ride bikes that are uh, like stock like stock form right mm-hmm. like whenever you get a bike it's always good to hop on a oem stock bike just to get to know the motorcycle and what it does in an oem like form right mm-hmm. before you start just like oh i'm gonna get a new bike i'm gonna throw all this shit on it that looks all cool and trick and everything but in reality you could be screwing the bike up when you're doing yeah. that you know because um each and every oem part i feel like on each bike has a purpose and mm-hmm. has like you know like the the metal thickness and like the type of metal or anything of that sort like every little part on the bike has a purpose for doing yeah, it's been right? tested. Yeah, it's been tested. Right? So whenever you do buy a motorcycle and you put all these, you know, wh- what do you call them? Chicken shit accessories? Yes. Uh, <laughs> on on the motorcycle, you could be definitely screwing it up. So it's it's always good to to ride the bike in a stock form. Yeah. You know, it's funny is in uh, Cooper Webb's first stint with Factory Yamaha, after that was done, I did an interview with him when he was on the KTM. And he said the best YZ450 he had ever ridden was the bone stock when he rode on the first day because after that it was like full-blown race bike mod that changed the characteristic of the bike yeah yeah so you know you take a, a good motorcycle that is you know had years and years of development from the engineers and everyone in japan or wherever the bike's made and then you know you put you know oversized forks on there you know a bigger shock shaft you'll have stiffer high axles clamps, yeah. different triple clamps different engine mounts a faster engine all these different types of things and it, and it definitely it definitely changed the it'll change the characteristics of the bike mm. yeah a different power band changes the way the bike handles and yeah it, and totally. works under acceleration yeah like even like suspension say like if you have your suspension done for a stock motorcycle and then you go and you get all this power and everything you know added to it right yeah like so whenever you have more torque more power all this stuff coming out of a corner the bike might feel like it has more pitch it might feel like it has more squat because it's getting more power to the ground mm-hmm. you know stuff like that that a lot of people don't think about yeah. and even like your <laughs> i mean even if your like chain gets you know like worn out and it's all the way slick back mm-hmm. that's going to change the way the bike feels yeah yeah so we just uh we just finished our 250 shootout a couple weeks ago and all of our in-depth videos are now out um so now we got to start thinking about 450 shootout, which is in mid-November. Yeah. Mm. So I think uh, the Honda test today is our last first impression. Okay. Except for Cowie. Right? Oh, yeah, the Cowie. We're doing the Cowie on the 14th, I think. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty bummed I'm in this cast. I'm going to miss the Cowie intro and That's the shootout. Who do, you got, who do you guys have doing for the Cowie? Uh, Pat Foster and Kyle Perner coming out nice. for that. Heck, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Fox race, we've been good lately. Have you been? I haven't been in a while. Dude, it was so fun to shoot out. Yeah, I've been wanting to go, but they actually have had quite a lot of races and events. Yeah. I think they've had races and events since since the shootout. Yeah. So really? I haven't gone, yeah. Wow. So you rode, dude. Dude, I've been at wait, a track. Wait, check this out. Check this out. <coughs> when Don's out of town... Or when Don's hurt or when Don's sick, Chase is all, let's ride. This isn't true. It's true, dude. Because when it's, I want to ride, he's like, no, I'm, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go to the pumpkin patch or I'm going to do this. Or, I've ooh, only, ooh, I, ooh. I've been at the track the last five days in a row. 
but I've only I rode the, the two days this weekend, both days this weekend. But that's just because I, I forgot. Honest to God, I forgot I was doing the vlog this week until <laughs> Dahmer said something on Saturday, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I should probably go to the track again someday. <laughs> oh <laughs> god, <laughs> heck yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not it's not as fun riding without you. I just don't like I don't like like yesterday. You've, oh, he's experienced van life. Yes, you've gifted me your van for the week because my truck's in the body shop, and I thank you for it. But it's just like all the little fans and like the... I just have elder men chasing me everywhere. And just... <laughs> like I get back to the van yesterday after a moto, and there's 15 people surrounded the van. Oh, God. Is Don here? Michael, Michael Lindsay, like all the Scrub Daddy fans. It's, Dang. it's just no quiet. <laughs> yeah, and you've experienced the freeway hover the freeway hover yeah Dude. a couple waves honks this morning jumping jim came flying by at like 90 miles an hour and honking <laughs> oh man <laughs> but yeah it's did he have his honda in the back is that he how did. You know it was him? his dirty honda and dirty gear in the, in the back of the truck he's going to elsinore i think so yeah. but yeah it hasn't been the smoothest transition but you know what is a smooth transition what's that going to race tech suspension yeah, yeah. This is. weekend at Paris, Dahmer and I met a uh, a gentleman from Canada who's down here. Him and his wife are down here on a little road trip, and he actually runs a race tech shop up in Canada. Oh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Super, super nice guy. Came and met us. Said he's a big fan of the podcast and all that. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting your name, but he was ripping, dude. Really? Like dragged bar around Dahmer and I screaming multiple times. <laughs> oh, man. We both got back. We're like, when dude, he that passed, guy from Canada When he passed, he was y'all, you need gold valves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, yeah, shout out to that guy. He was flying at Paris. Yeah, um, I, went to, I went to Race Tech this week or this past week to drop your shock off. Yeah, I might actually, um, I was going to call them maybe whenever we left here, headed down to the track to see what the status was. Status, of it. Maybe, yeah. I can, uh, maybe I can pick it up. They all, did you call ahead of time? Because they all looked puzzled. I talked to Rob like two weeks before okay. you dropped it off. Because I dropped, I go, this is A-Ray's shock. And Jake looked at it like, what the hell is that? And I go, yeah. this is KX500 shock. And yeah. I took it in the back and the lady that runs the Sid. at the window, mm -hmm. she was like, what? And I'm like, this is A-Ray's shock. Yeah. And then the, the guy does the valving comes out and I'm like, this is for Ox. This is KX500. Yeah. He's like, oh. Yeah. I talked to Rob, uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago. I was like, hey, like I, I might, you know, drop my you know kicks 500 shock off and you know i'm at, i don't know depending on the status of it once you open it up you know just sort of let me know i mean just i was thinking maybe we just have it sprung for my weight and uh and, and just do you know fresh oil and you know seals, yeah. seals and stuff like that but uh but we'll see um i haven't i haven't really um checked up on it but i'll call them a little bit later today and see what's what the status of it is so uh scrub day was with me because you know, I had my surgery on Monday yeah. on my hand and, uh, my daughter, it was so sick. My wife was like, oh, I'll take, I'll take the day off. Cause we had dinner on the weekend with, with my daughters and they're like, no, 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 we'll come home. We'll take care of dad. You stay at work, mom. So Sam and Meg totally like took care of me, like took me to surgery and then they went shopping or something while I was in surgery. But they're like two by the book. Right. Cause like when you're put under general anesthesia, you're not supposed to dry it. The paper said, do not drive or make important decisions for 24 hours after surgery. Because I guess your brain's fucked up. Yeah. So Monday, that was Monday. So Tuesday morning comes around and I have all these errands to do. And they're sleeping on the couch because they fell asleep watching TV. And I go out and I get on my bicycle and I ride one hand around the neighborhood with my dog. And then bring the bike in. 
and I'm jumping in my van to go start errands, and I hear Samantha go, where do you think you're going? I'm like, what? And they're like, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, I have to go get my medicine. I have to go to pharmacy. I have to go to the optometrist. I have to drop this shock off at Race Tech. <laughs> I have to go. I'm going to go to uh, Ohana Cryo and get Cryo on my wrist. And and I'm going to go to CVAC and go get CVAC for my wrist. She's like, nope, you can't drive for 24 hours. And and I was like, ah, it'll be fine. And she goes, Megan, I'm going to be so pissed at you, Dad. And I'm like, oh, can't have the wrath of the daughter. So I came no. back in. So I called Scrub Daddy. Or I texted Scrub Daddy. I go, Hey, what are you doing? And he goes, just sitting in my garage looking at my dirt bikes. <laughs> what does he does he work? No. Oh, dude. And I go, what are you doing today? He goes, probably sitting in my garage looking at my dirt bikes. And I go, you want to come pick me up and run errands, and I'll I'll fill your gas and I'll fill your belly later. And he's all, heck yeah. So he went with me to race tech. Mm. Dude, you should have seen him. His eyes were so big. He was walking around and like looking at all the. You know the hallway you enter and there's all those posters on the wall mm-hmm. and stuff? He's all, they do quads. <laughs> but uh, They do it all, man. But yeah, it was pretty funny. Everyone at Race Tech knew who he was. Yeah. It was awesome. like having a celebrity in the shop. Yeah. I don't know. They even do Harley shocks. Oh, yeah. 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 Ray Chase knows In my past that. life. I, um, I was actually seriously thinking about uh, trading in my uh, 2023 Yamaha. For a hog? For a road glide, a road glide, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would fully support this decision. Yeah, I thought about it. Really well, you hard. don't need to own a dirt bike. It, it'd almost be like a midlife crisis, you know. Like, it'd be like, um, I don't know, like, like a few or... months ago, whenever Steve was like, Mathis oh, Corvette. was trying to get a Corvette, like midlife <laughs> crisis type deal. Yeah, he's trying to buy one of those new Corvettes. New yeah, my neighbor has one of those. <laughs> it's badass. Yeah, it's like a midlife crisis thing. Like, yeah, I'm going to get Harley, dude. Sick. Yeah. Is Samantha going to ride on the back? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Biker babe. Are you going to get her a sissy bar? Or are you just going to make her do it? Just no back? No, she's going to no hold back. on to the joystick, dude. No back. You know what you can do, if she, especially if she likes drinking? You just bring some bungees, and I've seen guys, like, bungee their chick to them. Because <laughs> they, they get off. off and the chick's just like, oh, Oh god, that's awesome! <laughs> Shit, bungee or tie down? Yeah, yeah, one of the two. That's awesome. Oh, Anton, what's been going out uh, in Joliet? Been getting your getting your cycle on? I see. Yeah, I finally got. Well, not really, because it's been so windy. Now that all the crops are down, all of that natural wind block is gone, and now we're in that like uh, early autumn just gusts. So every day it's like a sustained like high teens with gusts up into like the high 20s low 30s winds so mm-hmm. i haven't been trying to get out there and get wind blown right now but i did yesterday because it was nice uh yeah it's just been chilling just enjoying the time with the with the guy and my wife and the dog and everything and catching up on everything else and getting ready for next year and thinking about what uh what all we got to do after how fast nine months went this year like it's nuts it you is know crazy 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 so much has happened <clears throat> yeah so much has happened, but, uh, but yeah, it's not this year. Yeah. This year. A lot. Dude, the, like even in, I was thinking about this like a week ago, you know, Don, and I think you might agree with this three or four years ago. It seemed like there was one thing that happened a week, like one big business deal would happen or one writer thing would happen or one news thing would happen. Maybe one or two, but that's it. But there's like three a day now. 
that are pretty important every single day. Yeah, it's it, you know, like yeah, I, I can I can think of a few just that. I mean, we were talking about um, before we before we jumped on the podcast, like Kyroli, Kyroli, yeah, right. Like, what's what's his new thing? You said something about something new I coming think, in. Yeah, I think the rumors are that I at least for the past couple of weeks, the rumors have been that he's going to go help uh, Ducati get their whole program started. And like then, as an R and D or a team manager. I'm not sure. I didn't hear specifics. All of it. Yeah, but. It came out this yeah. morning that he, him and KTM are parting ways. Parting ways, yep. Wow. So that's pretty big. Pretty big deal. Yeah, it's huge. And then I heard Hurlings got hurt deal. yesterday, too. Yeah. Heard so what? About a collarbone. Yeah, and that Who? beach race. Hurlings. Oh. Dude. Yeah. That's and, like, so you know, good for, uh, unfortunate for Jeffrey because, like, there's nothing he did wrong. If you've seen the video, he just jumps into the back of the guy that just went down at a beach race, you know, but, like, one of the world's best riders, probably the world's greatest sand rider with a couple hundred other guys on a beach race, like <laughs> kind of dicey, you know? So like, it sucks so bad that he got hurt. And then he has acknowledged like, yeah, I did get hurt. We got to start planning for next year now because that, that sucks, man. He lost an entire, another entire year this year due to injuries. And then with the Tony thing too, like it's a pretty big blow to KTM. I know that they'll be fine because they have enough talent in the pipeline and everything that he had been doing. But I mean, we're a year removed from him becoming a team manager and all of the stuff that he was doing. And then he just helped guide Andrea Damo to a world championship. KTM's got a nice pipeline of young riders coming up that they're trying to figure out. And then to hear this Ducati thing, um, to th- hear that that thing actually does have some serious legs to it and that he's going to go back to even doing a couple GPs and Italian races next year. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. You know, do you think, I, do you think you, that's something that, that, um, you know, because like for some racers, it's tough whenever they, whenever they retire, right? Some racers want to race still some racers, you know, like they're like, Hey, I don't, I don't care to ride a motorcycle ever again you know mm-hmm. but do you think that's something to where like hey he he retired and he's like man like i i missed that racing mentality and ducati's gonna sort of give him that that uh that i guess freedom to do races like that yeah and i think so too like a, that's a great point that you make a rate not only is it uh do you still want to race but then what are the expectations of it too you know if they give you the same bike that you've been winning all these championships on and you know what you're capable of well, man, how hard is it to go to the starting line thinking like, yeah, hope I get six today. You know, that's and, and all of the people around you and all the fans that expect something of you. Whereas with this, like, this is a great new fresh start. Uh, you know, Antonio is Italian. Ducati is Italian. Yeah. When Valentino Rossi went there and although it didn't work out back in the early 2000s to do MotoGP stuff, the Italian fan base was just rabid to have yeah. one of their own on one of their bikes. Dude, to have Tony leading this charge, you know, and we've heard a little bit about the Ducati stuff here and there all year, but not really knowing what it was going to be. This is a major get for them uh, going forward. And then Alessandro Lupino, which is like one of his best friends, is going to help take it on and then help do some riding with them, too. Uh, But like, okay, just being in France a couple weeks ago. Tony has one of the nicest motorhomes just for his racer brand that sells a ton of merch every single weekend he's still getting stopped and mobbed by fans just as heavily as he ever was and everything like that you know chase has got everybody wants to see chase everybody wants to see jill everybody wants to be around tony so i think that like this is really a good way for him to capitalize on his popularity for a while longer 
while they have it because, and this is no disrespect to anybody at KTM, he's just one of the machine now. Think of everybody that they have where yeah. Tony can be the god at Ducati. You know, and then there's there's a, a serious uh, patriotism thing there. The Italian yeah. Italian thing. It's like, like my pal Mattia, right? He he needed a vehicle at one point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he bought this shitty <laughs> piece of junk old Ducati. Like it was the weirdest looking bike. It's like all upright. Yeah. And this fairing, he looked like Prince's purple bike, but it was red. But he's like, I'm gonna buy this. And I'm like, dude, why don't you buy like a Honda or something? You know, oh, it's a Ducati. You know, he really wanted this Italian bike, and it's been nothing but a pain in his ass. Yeah. I've had to drive him to the Ducati shop in Newport beach. How many times they pick it up and drop it off. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's something there, right? Totally. Like, an Italian guy wants to ride an Italian bike. So I think that's what, I'm sure that's what part of the allure for Cairoli was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even think about like, you guys know with going back this weekend to Japan, Don, like once you guys go there, think about how excited people are going to be to see Joe on a Honda next year from there. Like, even though he was on a Cowie, this is going to be a whole nother level considering he's factory Honda now. Totally. He's yeah. the homeboy on it. Like, there is a lot of pride in that. And it's unfortunate, we don't really get to see it very often. You know, in the places that do make bikes, there's not a lot of fast guys coming from there. And then the, when they do pop up, like, hell, make it happen. I watch a lot of MotoGP. I love MotoGP. And so then even in the championship right now, Ducati is the bike. I mean, they have like six bikes uh, from their factory riders to their satellite teams that could win on any given point. Their championship leader is Italian, and they are keyed up about it. So this is a big get for them for sure. And I mean, you know, you can even say Ducati, one of the world's biggest motorcycle manufacturers, entering off-road this way, Triumph entering this way, and doing it their own way, not just being like what so many people thought they were going to be a KTM copy and paste. Like, it's pretty, that says a lot about what the state of off-road riding is in the next few years for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. <clears throat> it's exciting times for sure. Yeah. We were talking about, you know, Italian wants to ride a Italian bike and everything. It's like, who was the last American dirt bike? ATK? Uh, no, I heard it on the, I heard it on like a podcast this morning, like a racer X podcast from like, I forgot who was, who was talking. It was, uh, Blake Warden, I think he was saying something about the 1984 CR 250 or something like that or something. That wasn't made in America. Most of it was made. He said like most oh, of it well, was still, made. Well, still it's a Japanese brand. Yeah. I'm talking about American brand. Is it? Ronnie Renner's. Cannondale's newer than ATK. I think that brand Ronnie Renner's with now is an American brand. Electric bike? No, that CF1? No, they're Chinese. Oh, never mind. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bingwa. Shit, I don't know, man. Yeah, it was Cannondale. It had to be the Cannondale. Cannondale, yeah. Dirt Rider Bike of the Year. Shit. (laughs) What time is it? Yep, 7.45, dude. My dad, like clockwork, every time. (laughs) Metal's up. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah, he calls me. Oh, that's the metal from Vet World. Yeah, he calls me every morning on the way to work. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, you headed work? I said, duh. What else would I be doing? <laughs> <laughs> I guess today it'd be a little bit different, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's take a break here from our sponsors. If you're on the West Coast and you're looking for a one-stop shop, you need to visit the guys at STR Motorsports, formerly known as Shock Therapy Racing. With over 30 years of experience, your bike will be in great hands. Whether you're looking for a custom performance suspension revalve, 
or just a basic rebuild, they've got you covered. STR also offers motor building services. Whether you need a stock engine rebuilt or a full-blown race motor, they're the place to go. Conveniently located in Wildemar, California, they're very close to Lake Elsinore and Parrish Raceway. Additionally, they maintain a full stock of oils, tires, and tubes. They can get pretty much anything you need. Check them out at shocktherapysuspension.com. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's eksbrand.com. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI grips and the innovative Gate King tailgate adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Race Series and their track site at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, some new stuff this week? Anything new, rider-wise, team? Coming this week or last week? I mean, Joe's Honda deal obviously was announced yeah. last week. I talked to him a little bit at Glen Helen. Yeah, we have a great checking in with. He uh, looks good. He's uh, 
I think there'll be a lot more to talk about with him in a month or two. I think they're still trying to figure out a lot of stuff. But um, he's like really excited. Helmet? No, no, like gear deal's all done. He's just no, Scott. Like what? Red Bull helmet? No, no, I think he's monster deal. He has a monster helmet yep, on? Yeah. Oh, wow. So monster deal, he carried... It carried the monster deal over and carried the Scott stuff over and the Fox, obviously, but that he's a Fox helmet now. Mm-hmm. So both him and Hymus in the 250 class are going to be monsters. Yep. Nice. Pretty cool. But yeah, he's really stoked on the bike. He says really, really fast. Uh, he's got a lot of front end feel and yeah, he's happy. He looked really good. Did he, did you ask him where that track was that they filmed I, the intro <laughs> video? <laughs> he was weird about it. I don't know. I guess he wanted I know to keep it a little at. hush hush. Is it like a little private track? It's, uh, Yeah. I mean, yes was and no. Was it Sutter's? I don't know. That wasn't Sutter's up in... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Calabasas area? Yeah, I think it, it's pretty close. Yeah, it was somewhere up yeah. there. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's where... Yeah. But yeah, I think that was the second day on the bike when I filmed him at Glen Hill. How'd he look? Really good. Heck yeah. Really, really good. That's yeah. awesome. I'm excited for him. It, the whole look, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't like the number font, but other than that, it looks good. Yeah. I think 30 is hard to make look cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, I think we've been seeing, I think all of us, if you've been on social media, we've been seeing Voland on the PC bike a lot. Yeah. That guy is, he's ripping right now, but he's like also, I don't know, he's like really ballsy right now. He's doing a lot of big jumps <laughs> that aren't necessary. <laughs> like he sent, <laughs> there's a video of him sending that, uh, there's like a roll, roll, or double table into some rollers at Paris, and mm-hmm. he's the only person I think ever to send that table to a roller in the yeah. last three four months because it's way harder now. Yeah, but yeah, he jumped that whole thing, and that's freaking Wait. massive. You mean like the, the double, double in the, table? Yeah, yeah. Into he the jumped rollers. it into the first roller. Yeah, which is like like that's six far. months ago. That's that everyone was doing it, all the fast guys, but now like it's it's pretty gnarly to do that, and it's a lot of timing. But yeah, he did that. He did something else at Polo that is like ridiculous, like some hip quad thing. I'll show Alex today. <laughs> but yeah, he's, it, when uh, I first saw him on uh, on social media, I was like, "Who is that?" Twenty. Yeah, twenty yeah. sick. Yeah. Does he look taller? Yes. On the Cowie, I think he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was pretty tall in the KTM, but he looks taller <clears throat> on the, him in both kitchen too. Yeah, both of them look taller. I think they're gonna do well. I think. I think Have this we, is. Yeah. I think this is the change that Boland needed. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Have we seen Kitchen on the Cow yet? Yeah, yeah. he rode at Kuya. Oh, yeah, Daddy yeah. Dude, Scrub Daddy got his first photos. I think that I don't think he's rode it much after that because I think he went on a little vacation. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think he's uh Juju's ripping, by the way, too. Yeah, Juju looks like he's ready. I heard the whole, I spent some time with Gilliam. I heard the whole, they're doing um that whole KTM group, like KTM Husky, Gas Gas. They're all doing testing this week, but they're all pretty much out here right now. And last week, everyone was ripping it, sounded like. Sexton was flying, Juju was flying. Everyone's real happy right now. Um, Prado, Prado's ripping. He's uh. He posted a, a whoop vid of hitting the whoops backwards. Backwards, yep. Yeah. He's hitting them backwards. But yeah, I think he's just that's out. ballsy. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's it's quite it's a bit. Right? Yeah, it's quite a bit safer. Quite a bit easier. But yeah, he's uh. But he's there just getting his feet wet on it, right? Yeah, yeah, just getting his feet wet. I think he's um. Kind of trying to show like he's got potential too to everyone. He's just yeah. yeah. He's got a he's got some big contracts coming up, so I think he's just trying to prove his worth. Before gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Gilliam Ferris, I gotta be straight up. He impressed me. Um, 
he didn't he doesn't have a a, a lot of supercross experience uh when he was with star but uh is yeah, it he, gilliam or guillaume gilliam 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 ferez 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 or whatever ferez yeah, yeah. Is he, is he today's show yeah tomorrow's tomorrow's show nice. heck yeah. yeah now have you have you guys either one of y'all been out to the ktm husky track at all no. no, the whoops look freaking gnarly. Yeah, <laughs> they look like curbs, videos, just freaking yeah. straight up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nuts. How did uh, Gilliam look out of really good? Place? Yeah, like um, so, the day I spent with him, he was learning a new track and got everything down pretty quick. It wasn't the craziest track, but it's pretty legit supercross track. Um, he looked good through the whoops. Those whoops were actually pretty. Uh, pretty sketchy that day because they were just really really slick. icy and slick yeah yeah get that way there at vani's tracker dude the yeah. dirt is cement over there it's so yeah. hard and that's the one thing i was telling my friends like the one thing i thought was pretty badass about gilliam like he wasn't he's still getting used to the bike he's still getting his feet low supercross so he's not going out there doing lap times or doing 15 minute motos working on endurance yet he's just out there kind of like getting his feet wet and uh he was solid all day, and I think his second moto, he had a real close call through the whoops. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Someone had already fallen and gotten pretty hurt in the morning on the whoops. And I was like, okay, he's definitely going to start skipping the whoops now and just, like, do the rhythms. No, dude, he kept just freaking pounding them lap after lap. Like, he just was, like, in his yeah, head, just your learning, learning, learning. Yeah, it was super cool. Hey, his uh, was he wearing, like, the Husky kit that he was in the press release photos? <laughs> it was kind of weird. He was wearing, like... Mismatch? No, he was wearing uh, like a whole fly Rockstar Husky kit, but it was like older stuff. Oh. So I don't know. It was weird because it's like, I don't know why he would have older stuff since yeah. he was on the team last year, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. The fly kit you wore yesterday at Kawhi looks sick. No, I, dude, I wore what color two was it? fly kits. I'm fly guy. I, I wore, <laughs> Saturday, I wore the blue and white stuff. That yeah. stuff's really sick. Yesterday, I wore all black with like the teal and white polka dots. <laughs> it was good. Uh, dude, I... Look at this guy. I know. I'm no joke. I'm like really impressed. I was telling Gary, <laughs> I was telling Gary Sutherland, guy. I haven't worn like a fly kit in a few years and that Evo pant is money for me. Yeah. I think it's just... I think gear is just like bikes and there's a certain pant for every body type array mm-hmm. and for my chunky legs fly pants feel great okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah all good all good yeah you were wanting to go up to like a 34 for yeah a and i i think i can i gotta order some 30s for fly oh wow That's, those things were falling off and i had them as tight as possible so it's a little boost for my ego oh yeah see there <laughs> it is there it is yep yeah. yep see this doesn't make sense right because he's in 32 O'Neill pants, and he says they barely fit him. Mm-hmm. I wear 30 O'Neill pants, right? <laughs> but then, like, Fox 32s, some pants, I barely get one click, and then he's all... <laughs> it's weird, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's my thighs, dude. Yeah, I think it's, it it's might just be thighs. your thighs, man. It's my thighs and my cock. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love to see it. Oh, man. So, uh, I can't even... So, you know, in, in the 450 shootout, uh, we're doing the Clydesdale version again. Yeah. Fast House is sponsoring it. And initially, like today, I think we're going to drop the WMX 250 yeah. shootout today. And uh, instead of having like three, four girls is the hassle, I was just like, let's just use Kaylee. So we had one girl. 
And so I was like, hey, we're just going to do it the same day as our 450 shootout and just have one Clydesdale guy. And so uh, Ryan Persley, who owns Throttle Syndicate, mm-hmm. he uh good friend of mine, and he's never really even hinted or asked or anything, but this year he was like, hey, if you're doing Clydesdale again, I, man, I would love to do that. And I'm like, heck yeah, let's use you. We'll use you. Because he's a really good rider, and mm-hmm. he's tested stuff for me in the past. And so I was like, just give me one guy. And then so I told Dahmer, and he's like, you could tell he's like, what, what, what's just Ryan? Just what about me? And, uh, anyway, he's all butthurt. He says that he told Fonzie at fast house. Yeah. It's just going to be Ryan's one guy. He says, Fonzie was like, no, we're not sponsor it <laughs> unless you're in it. You've got to be in it. Unless Dahmer's in it. Fast house out. And that's, so that's what Dahmer says. So we have him and Ryan, right? Okay. All right. So I told Ryan, I told Fonzie. Gosh, I can't even say this because Dahmer listens. Dahmer listens, yeah. If it's anything, well, I'm not going to say just, it. I'm not going to say it. Stop though. now, yeah. We'll say just, it. We'll just say, we'll just say, uh, looking forward to the 21st. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that Dahmer got some high altitude training in this weekend. Well, yes, well yeah, he where did he go camping? I, no, yesterday he went on a big, uh, oh, oh, uh, adventure, adventure bike ride, dude. Big Bear, yeah. Yeah. And he put up that little pan panoramic mm-hmm. scene. He didn't pan nearly long enough on the bike he hoard out. No. You know? No. Mm. Like he got us in trouble with Yamaha because he brought a Yamaha e-bike and didn't do anything with it. And yeah. <laughs> he needed to have to make Good a slideshow. He need to do a slideshow with the panorama and then like five pictures of the Husky. Yeah. What is that thing? A 701? I don't know, but it's, it looks sick. Yeah, it looks good. He wrote to the office once. It looks really, really cool. I don't know. I don't. That's what. That's another thing I thought about doing, dude. We should get dual sports, bro. I was just thinking about making my 450, like just turning it into a dual sport, like getting a license plate and a freaking headlight and just running it to work. (laughs) That'd be sick, right? How far from work are you? 15 minutes. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, you'd get killed on that thing on the freeway, dude. Just freaking dude. Sidewalks. Oh, bro. What's that movie? Uh, Terminator. I'd be like the. The two-stroke sounds on it. Yeah, with like 30 gears. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so last week we had Colby Raha on the show, right? Yeah. Dude, I bought Narnia. Oh, oh how is that? I it's forgot. good. I'm only halfway through it because it's like two hours long, right? Oh, yeah. damn. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make this stupid life cycle session go faster. So I only watched one hour, the first hour. Yeah. It's really good. Did you see his crash yet or no? If it's the one that they, because they, they showed some uh, a big crash in the montage in the beginning, and he's like hits a ramp to this gigantic lantern, and he decks it. Decks it, yeah, I think that's and it. He shit, yeah, it looked pretty gnarly. Ugh. But uh, O'Neill Ryder. But yeah, Narnia. Gnarly. Narnia is Colby Raha and Jay Schweitzer's movie. It's like two hours long. It was, I think it was. I don't know. I never look at prices. I just click the side button. I think it was nine, 19 bucks. It's not bad. But well worth it. it I, I really planned on downloading it. it, so watch it during the flight tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I down. Actually, how long is the flight? 13 hours. That's not bad. <laughs> but uh but yeah, Anton, you should you should download that thing. It's good. Yeah, I want I want to because I heard uh from Big Hill that Scranny's part is just nuts. Dude. And so I really really want to see Scranny's part in that thing. I th- I don't think I've gotten to that, but I I the last segment I watched before I turned it off was uh, Josh Hill's part where they mm-hmm. show his property. Dude, yeah. 
He's got those trails that look like mountain bike downhill park trails. So sick. It looks so rad. But uh, did you see? Did you see the Hill Brothers two one? Like with yeah. him and Justin. Yeah. Some so of the cool. stuff that they're building up there on Monty's Hill is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But super cool movie. <clears throat> definitely. Uh, definitely worth the download. So I would. I would advise everyone listening to go get Narnia. Sick. That's cool that. That's cool that they still make like him and Schweitzer put out all that effort to make a full length movie in this day and yeah. age. Like that's tight. And he did like a pretty good tour with it. Uh, I mean, hell, they had a couple. Yeah, they were just in right uh, around Reno. races and stuff. Too. Yeah, he, yeah, he drove down from Reno through the night to come do the show last week. So props to him. That's tight. He's gnarly. Yeah. yeah. Rah- and they got a baby coming up, too. So, yeah, congrats yeah. to Colby on a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, Anton, the best was uh, after we filmed the show. uh Colby and I were like sharing Jay Schweitzer stories <laughs> with mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, that guy's such a character. <laughs> we both agreed that, like, based on hanging out with Jay and everything, you wouldn't expect him to be such a badass filmmaker. <laughs> I remember we went to uh, Wyndham's house once to do work. What movie was that? Oh, one of one of our Transworld movies. And I remember we landed from the plane, and and Jay's like, "Bro, bro, you gotta take me to the market. I gotta buy an apple." An like, apple? Why? <laughs> I just need an apple. Oh. He made an apple pipe. Out of it. <laughs> it's <gonna say> an <laughs> apple. He's like smoking out. I was like, you know, until Garth, I hung out with Garth, and so I wasn't very exposed to the whole weed <laughs> thing. But when Schweitzer made a pipe out of apple, I was like, what is he doing with that apple? <laughs> Why are you jamming a pen into it? <laughs> Why are you sucking on the apple? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man, dude. that's awesome, dude! Did I ever tell you the story when I went to Tahiti with Robbie Madison to do the wave Mm-mm. thing? Uh, you know the what was it called? The DC movie where you were in the ocean? Yeah. Um, God, what, damn it, dude. what was that called? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, uh, his mechanic. I won't say any names, but his mechanic was like, "We gotta, we gotta go to the airport, pick up the spare parts." And he had, we already pulled out the the handlebars, the extra bars, and there was glue grips glued to both sides. And I'm all, "What the fuck is there a grip glued on the right side for?" And he goes, "Check it out." And he cut the grip off and poured all this weed out of the handlebar. That's <laughs> that is tight. That, that is, is badass. Tight. Hell, yeah. you want it? <laughs> Okay, you want to hear one of the funniest ones I've ever heard, but I've never confirmed? I had a, I heard that a top-level racer used to have uh, weed stashed on one of the other guys, like, in the wheel well of the other guy's motorhome, like his arch-rival driving around. Like, and this wasn't even that long ago, like 10 years ago. Oh, my God. So every time that, that they so would awesome. show up to the races, he'd walk over and get into the back of the motorhome by the wheel well, get his stuff, and dip, and then go put it back when it was over that weekend. That's hilarious. This that makes ha- me that think. Sounds, that sounds like a J Law. Yeah, story. this makes me think J Law race. Yeah, this weekend. So uh, y- you called out who it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what do we think about his GNCC freaking debut? Dude, I don't know how it went, awesome. but no, that's it went crazy. crazy. Dude, he said he got third or something, right? No way, dude. It was comical. It was that's comical. Awesome, like he's dude. just on. He's just on his IG story, just like, eh, okay. yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> I want to know. Like, I don't know. I want to. It was a spot call up someone at phoenix and just figure out how this all came together I scott spikovic he's a he's yeah, a sponsor Arma. of of oh, uh, the phoenix Arma racing Fair. team that's and sick, i think that dude. that's something that yeah 
Because, I mean, dude, Scott, he's right there next to him, you know? Yeah. Hey, and J-Law looked pretty good. He did. Yeah, he looked good, I thought. It was cool just to see that video of him, like, all geared up on the bike, just smiling at everyone. I don't know. Dude, and cool. did you see him on the starting line? Everyone's around him with their phones. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Dude. It's like, just it's like, like he never left. Yeah, like J-Law. It's J-Law. Oh, my God. And his bike was pink, huh? Yeah, it's dope. That's cool. I was, like, looking at him for a second. I was like, what is he wearing? But I figured it's Moose. Yeah. It was the pink moose gear that matched that bike perfectly. Yeah, that's sick. But yeah, I saw his story. He said he was going to the podium to get his whole, whole shot check. And he said he thought he got on the podium. But yeah. he said he got beat by a girl. But I yeah. think that was just him being funny. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah, I thought it was cool too. I mean, there was a lot of industry guys there. I mean, Darkside went there. Yeah, um, Yamaha had something going on with them, I think. They? Okay, yeah. awesome. Heck yeah. <laughs> Starling showed up and yeah, Starling raced. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, I think he raced. Um, I think he might have raced. Whose bike was it? Uh, Zacco's. Oh yeah, maybe. Is Zacco hurt? I have no idea. Yeah, I think he raced Zacco's bike. Um, he didn't do very well, but I mean, he was. Yeah, he said he got stuck and a few things, but he said he hit a tree. But uh, but yeah, no, it was cool. Cool to see him race. All that stuff. Place looked packed. Looked like a lot of people. Gnarly event. So yeah, it was brutal. I mean, and if you think that's a lot of people, that's just the test run for when they're trying to bring all these international people there in two years. That's awesome. Crazy. They can hold it. Dude, they could they could definitely hold it. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking we should try to get J Law up for our shootout. Dude, can you imagine? That would be huh? so sick. I just I hey, I have a fucking J Law jersey in my office. I got one in the hallway. I almost think it's worth it just to buy him a ticket. And on the off chance he shows, if he doesn't come, he doesn't come. But. <laughs> I mean, that's. I think the best bet would be to be hit up Spikovic to be like an Arma Arma sponsor of the thing, and and have him be. Like we'll have lead celebrity make Arma gear or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that might be a bigger dice roll than Buttery showing up. I don't know. <laughs> you know, dude. I just Buttery saw that MXA had just posted like. This is how many views we got compared to everybody else's video views on two pieces of content, you know. But mm-hmm. if we had a buttery J Law shootout, fuck, ain't nobody coming close to that on views. <laughs> Heck no. You get a lot of views when you when you are the only one that says the wrong, or not the wrong, but the oddball choices. Oh yeah. <laughs> that dude. Dude. Clowns. Ah, <clears throat> uh, what else? Okay, so Chase and I are flying to Japan tomorrow. And uh, so, are you guys gonna get to ride the bike? Like, what's, what's no, going on? No, no, no. He's, he's, he's racing it because there's no production rule in Japan. Hell yeah! So you can race prototype bikes there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Trey text. He must have had wireless on the plane or something. He texted me from the plane. When do you get to Nippon? And I was telling him, and we were talking about going to eat and everything. But do you enjoy the food over there? Me? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't eat sushi, but I like everything. You don't else. eat rice, though, either, do you? Yeah, I'll eat rice. Oh, okay. Mm. Dude, but, I can't wait. What's like your favorite dish over there in like in Japan? Because Ch- chicken curry, really? From yeah. Samantha and I want to go to Japan so bad. Obviously, she's you know part Japanese, mm-hmm. um, and that that's like kind of like where we want to go for our honeymoon. But obviously, we're not going to have time for a little while. We'll do like a one at a later time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a, we've always wanted to go there. Yeah, Japan's sick. Yeah. So, Chase is excited to go to see the car culture. Yeah, dude, I am like, I am 
so excited. You just think it's going to be like Tokyo. I'm just Drift picturing just gonna be like, Sylvia's and Skylines like every corner and just, <laughs> oh my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you have no idea, dude. And then Dominic Toretto's just going to come out with a fucking charger, dude. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It All my little bro- if you win by a minute or a second. Winning's winning, dude. <laughs> Is that a quote? Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Is that what he says? I don't think so. Fuck. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. He's going to give you this whole family speech, and then you're just going to start holding Don's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Families forever. Was that in Tokyo Drift or something? Probably. No, he wasn't happened. really in Tokyo Drift. I mean, he was, but he wasn't. I don't know. It was weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never saw that. <clears throat> you haven't? <laughs> no, man. It would be the incorrect portrayal of Japan. Oh, my God. Anton, has Kyle ever been to Japan? No, Kyle wants to go to Japan bad. Dude. Kyle want, yeah. Kyle really, really wants to go to Japan to drive uh, a couple of the tracks. He's mm-hmm. got plans for the next few years, but yeah, he wants to probably just as bad as you do, Chase. Yeah, I have like a, I don't even know if a friend, but acquaint an acquaintance who bought a house out there two years ago and stores a car out there and flies like twice a year just to drive some tracks and stuff. Oh wow, it's so mm-hmm. sick. Yeah, so that's sick. what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> oof, five years ago maybe. Definitely, yeah, it's probably five because COVID. But uh, <laughs> Megan and I were in Japan, and I like put on my Instagram story we we're somewhere, and there's an Australian guy named Keith Terrier uh-huh. who lives in Japan as an English teacher. But he figured out that I was in Japan and he found me and Megan at the sushi restaurant we were at. No way, yeah, and so we hung out for a little while and everything. But he was he comes walking in, and I see this this like white guy wearing a dirt bike kids t-shirt and i'm like a moto guy he's all hey what's up and so we've been friends since then we yeah. talk on instagram and stuff but uh he's uh he dm'd me because he heard us talking about it and so his daughter goes to a school that is like two minutes from where we're staying the first two nights oh really so we'll probably hook up with him and get a drink or something yeah that'd be cool heck yeah but it's always i like he it's always oh yeah you met him somewhere you met him yeah, at, at OzX Open, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it's always interesting to hear a foreigner's take, a foreigner who lives in Japan, mm-hmm. like their take on Japan. But I don't know. I'm interested to see what you think of everything, the food. And- I can't wait for 7-Eleven, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited for 7-Eleven. <laughs> 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 to eat convenience for us, dude? Yeah, store? dude. Like, all the videos I've seen, like, over the... I'm so into cars, it's ridiculous. But all these videos I've seen, it's just, like... They all go to 7-Eleven and they have like the coolest freaking meals and drinks. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. And then there's uh, there's restaurants instead of like, I mean, there are fast food places like McDonald's and stuff, but then there's like a middle level of restaurant mm-hmm. like where there's no server really that takes your order. There's a vending machine out front and you like go and it's kind of fucked because they're all in Japanese, yeah. but there's little pictures of the food. And you put the money in, you push the button, you get a ticket. And you take the ticket to the window, and give it to the cook, and that's what the cook cooks you. Oh. so That's cool. Huh. That's a different level of restaurant. But then there's typical regular restaurants yeah. too. But Is Trey riding the bike before he races it? Like yeah, yeah. Week? He's there right now. He's, he's riding, riding right yeah. now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he's all excited that it's not going to be muddy, so he doesn't have to worry about falling underwater. Yeah. He flies off the track. Yeah. But, uh. I don't know. So we're going to do a, a food fear factor video with Trey mm-hmm. 
Friday night or something. So we get to go to the convenience store and buy, buy all kinds of weird stuff. That's awesome. Sick. Like dried squid heads. Cow tongue. Eyeballs. God, dude. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. So I think uh, even though I think that's the only work spike that there will be there per se. I mean, yeah. there'll be a, the, You think we might see a Suzuki like with an E-Star or something? Uh, Same frame, but just. There'll be a Suzuki team there. But I don't think they'll have like anything prototype because it's a privately funded team. Mm. Um, you'll see the world's strangest slash trick KTM there though. Mm. Like I, I don't know. There's a couple KTM teams, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I think uh, I think people be stoked to see photo galleries of just all the other racers bikes just because they look so different like yeah i always loved those those on Transworld when you used to go all the time yeah there's a uh there's a japanese graphics company called suzy's digits <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most popular one. Oh, dude that's awesome yeah. what's like the kit there like here we see a lot of o'neill and like uh, and we'll see a lot of fox there's there's quite a bit of o'neill from what i remember um, oh yeah, because they have like a different line in Japan, right? Didn't yeah. you get like a different jersey a couple years ago that wasn't in the states? Um, I thought you got some no. like special jersey. No, there's no, Europe, there's not Europe really has, any. Uh, Europe does have a few different colorways um, that they provide. I know that. Um, I'm not sure about Japan, but um, I don't believe that the Europe. Um, Do you know? Uh, Question for you then, O'Neill employee of the mm-hmm. year. Yes. Who's the importer to Japan for O'Neill? Oh, you don't know. Do you? Westwood. Westwood. Westwood MX. Okay. Huh. Huh. Now is that through is that through the Europe office? No. You think, or is it just no. like is there that, that that's how that whole connection with Jim Holly got you and yeah. Takeshi Koikeda and okay. all that yeah, happened? Yeah. yeah, this is Westwood MX. They import O'Neill. Yeah. But I guess is Hollywood still just like freaking badass over there? Like people love him? Oh yeah. Dude, dude. heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Dude, I got funny stories about him I can't talk about on the podcast. Like <laughs> dude, that's awesome. <laughs> it's so funny because like it's like I'll be sitting in my office. Uh, dude, this was like three weeks ago. And Hollywood just freaking starts walking through the door. Hey dude, check out these photos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> I remember it's so awesome. One of the first times I was in the press box, I might have I think I had just graduated high school maybe. But I remember hearing like these people behind me talking about like the most insane, like not perverted, but like gnarly story. And I'm like, dude, I wonder what rider that was. And then I heard Jim Hawley. I'm like, who the hell is Jim Hawley? What, <laughs> what rider is that? <laughs> Rodeal Cup champion. <laughs> Guy who hit my front brake at Ascot during practice. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I think uh, we're going to wrap this up because we need to get you off to Paula yep. Fox Raceway yep. to test the bike. Oh, Paula. wait, wait. First, I want to give a shout out. Hey, Anton, remember Paul Davis from formerly of Fly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jordan, formerly of Dapper Man and Rockstar Energy. They started uh, yeah. Bob the Cooler Company. That's them? Yeah, that's them. Dude, I see them everywhere. Right? Yeah. Dude, so... Uh, wait. What did they start? It's called Bob, Bob the Coolers. Bob the Cooler. Okay, okay. Okay, so same, you know, super super cooler technology that we've seen with other brands. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm stoked, dude. I got a cooler this week, mm-hmm. and it's like bright blue, dude. Like that's sick. It's like the blue on that tripod, and Heck, uh, yeah. but yeah, they uh, they're making a run at uh, coolers and having a fun, fun like approach with it, you know. Yeah, I've been seeing them everywhere. Jason Anderson's one of their yep. one of their athletes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's shout awesome. out shout out to the Bob the cooler. Check them out. Um, yeah, I just got a. Uh, just got a, a Bob's cooler, the same size as the Yeti I have, uh-huh. and so I'm gonna do a thing where I put the same amount of ice and the same amount of drinks in it, and leave Ooh. it in the sun and see. Yeah, I think it's gonna outperform it. All right, heck uh, yeah. But anyway, all right. Do you guys give, like my? Can jet I ski? give a shout out? Can I give huh? a shout out? Yeah, I want to give a shout out. Shout out to O'Neill. Yeah, <laughs> I want to give a shout out just to all the all the parts managers that I've talked to. And all the dealers that carry O'Neill, dude. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys ever have a- any questions about the products, too, just email uh, email Don on the on the website or something, <laughs> and then he can relay the message to me, and then we can we can. You okay, know. Oh, that's good. Swap at SwapMotoLive. Yeah, just, yeah, just email, you know, and and we'll we'll answer all your questions that you got, you know. Mm. And then, if you guys uh, want to ask anything about Fly? Just email me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this guy over here, dude. So my uh, Anton, did I tell you that that uh, I ordered some fly kits from Jason Thomas, and <laughs> no. they came and the jerseys say Swap Forty Eight. Oh, they don't say Maeda. No, they just say Swap. They just say Swap. But so I got three kits. One of them says Maeda Forty Eight. That was the white kit I wore at the. Uh, Is that what you like, or do you like do you like the Maeda? Maeda, dude. Oh, because the jerseys that that come from O'Neill, I think sometimes say Swap. No, they don't. The mountain bike ones, every once in a while, I think. I've seen really? the mountain bike. Yeah, the mountain bike ones say yeah. swap sometimes. Like, what about like the cursive? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Does it say swap or Maeda? It says swap. That that's mountain bike jersey. Oh, got you. Okay. But uh, but that that would be like you having a ray on your jersey. That's lame, dude. I have a ray on my jersey. <laughs> no, you don't. I swear to God, I do. <laughs> Shut up, bro. I have a sublimated jerseys. All my jerseys say a ray. <laughs> okay. I oh. made that change. You Whenever I quit racing, yeah, dude, okay. I'm I'm full freestyle guy. <laughs> so I told Chase, <laughs> his, such his, an asshole, dude. Fuck his, you, his, <laughs> his, dude. His fly stuff doesn't have his name and number on so Let's put Chase. Chase, Chase yeah. one twenty eight <laughs> on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that the reason I did a ray is because I liked the way it said swap forty eight. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean that's what everybody called. Hey, me. back in the day, uh, when I was at Transworld, like a long, long time ago. Frank was like, can we please see you in some O'Neill gear? And I was like, all right. And that this was back in the days when O'Neill did not look good. And Eric, do you remember that time? Never. No. <laughs> Dude. It must be pre-93. They, they made me this gear. Do you remember? Like, look back, and there's one colorway that's like a, uh, it's like a teal blue with fluorescent green or a teal blue with fluorescent orange. I like. I think I liked this kit, this but two, it was this so was 2008. big. This was two thousand eight. That was when the pants weighed like seven pounds because of all the, the plastic. It was the year that there. Timmy wore it whenever he was on Factory Cowie. Yes, I liked that gear. Yeah. I had an MX vs ATV. Anyway, my jersey <laughs> comes from O'Neill, and it says, "You know, there's that time that trend when they would put your first name little above your last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it said Don Swap Maeda. <laughs> oh. So, oh my god, so bad, dude." I remember I put duct duct tape over it, the swap part, 
and I put newspaper over it and I ironed it with iron and then I waxed the swab off. Oh my God. But dog, I remember this one time I got a set of gear and I had been pretty bad uh, around that time. So I was taught a very nice lesson. Uh, it didn't have a nickname or anything. It just said Antonovich, but I know at the top of it. Yeah, I know. That, shit, that shit changed my life. That was the one jersey where I'm like, ooh, clipping that from my vocabulary. Dude, yeah, Anton used to go used to go like, hey dude, um we gotta get kickstart. I know. Like, okay, cool. Um Chase is going to Fox to do that. I know. This was year one. This was oh, year God. one. So I have I have I know, I know. <laughs> he just cut us off. We never finished any oh, sentence, dude. remember? <laughs> what was that? Was that one gear, Anton? One gear, yeah. You brought it to me at uh San Diego. Yeah, and I was just like, and it was the color that I was that Buzz Lightyear looking uh, bright blue and bright green and bright white. And I was like, that stuff is tight. And then I don't know what was worse. I don't know if the I know was worse or the Beavis that was on the Thor jersey was worse because both of those really like come <laughs> cheap. Hey, how, how, how soon are we leaving for Paula? I don't know why. Dean's freaking asking me what time I'm getting there. 8.20. We still got a minute. Yeah. I told you we're leaving in 10. 10 30. So, all right, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> we have a uh, uh, impatient Scotsman waiting on uh, A-Ray and Chase. A-Ray, you'll know it's A-Ray because his jersey says A-Ray. You no, know, yeah. it does. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you. Okay. It's fucking badass. <laughs> Leave me alone, all right? <laughs> you know, the next jersey that you request, I'm going to put Swap on there instead of freaking my No, Ava. no. Yeah, and it's going to be the, the black and green one. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for uh, checking out the Kickstart podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you next next uh tuesday yeah mm. after chasing i get home on from halloween camp. halloween Ooh, we'll all come wearing costumes so <laughs> dude and not film okay something like that too. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for listening talk to you next time since 1991 pro taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.